Welcome to the SIFT Podcast. Our goal is to cultivate real conversations and sift through challenging topics, coming together with different perspectives, because this is real life and we can only get through it together. with another episode back episode back at it it's a new episode back at it again with the episode where what are we what are we on the couch right now <laughs> where, where, where are we recording for the episode where, where are we recording where, where are we recording <laughs> we got a good episode for you today yeah we do we got a good episode we're going to talk about jesus no we're going to talk about church hurt church hurt <laughs> we're going to talk about church and the awesomeness <laughs> And the awesomeness. And I went to heck Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> How is everyone? Huh? I'm Gucci. good. Gucci gang? Gucci? Everybody's Gucci? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, we're all just living it up. Living it up. Um, I think I heard that the 20th of March is the last day of winter. 21st. 21st. Thank goodness. I was literally telling everybody yesterday at work because it was snowing, like, blizzarding outside when we were outside it's yesterday. snowing now gross right and, but it's sunny too so and it's sunny at the same time but i was like maybe if we just put all of our winter attire away like ohio will get the hint like maybe no. it should right? just be like it's oh, gonna take it and it's gonna oh they put all their more. hats away they put all their gloves away all their heavy jackets like maybe maybe it's time to warm up no maybe it's time to blizzard that's well, what it's gonna say by the time this episode comes out it'll be hot Cause it'll be June. Oh, how are you, goodness! How are you guys enjoying your summer? <laughs> Living in the future, are you loving it? I love summer. It's hot. I hope it's great I'm for you. I'm gonna speak that it's great because right. I'm ready for summer. I literally am so. I just can't wait to just be outside. Oh, all the camping we're gonna do, you guys. Oh, I'm so all the camping. Hiking. Gabby, we're making you hike. Yes. All the hiking you're going. No, to no, do. no, you will be doing it. With us. You're and going. I, I want to go fishing. Do you guys fish? Yes, yeah, I love fishing. I've we never, all love I fishing. Love <gasps> That's You've not a lie. I've fishing? never, I have gone, but like I was like younger and like I didn't really understand. Oh my gosh, fishing oh is my so gosh, fun. We can take, when dad gets the boat already, we can all yeah. go on the boat and fish too. The boat. Yeah. Celine, are you afraid of open water? A little bit. Okay. Well, it, then we can, we we'll can, go on we the can lake. go on the bank. We open can open water. Wait, where were y'all? In the, the boat. We're about to go in the ocean? No, no, the lake. Open water of the lake? Oh, okay. Not even like Lake Erie. It'd be like Mosquito Lake. Okay. I mean, I've been on a boat before. I've gone like on a cruise, but like, I feel like this boat is different. You know, it's it smaller. is much smaller, but it's yeah. fun. We won't let anything happen to you. No, you'll be fine. Okay. If Elvis can do it, you could do it. I'll buy a life jacket. It's fine. We have plenty. Okay. <laughs> we also have jet skis. You have jet skis? Yes, yes we do. Oh, I'm about to be living it up. So, so you'll go right. jet skiing, but you won't sit on a boat. <laughs> Jet skiing is so much more dangerous than a boat. So it right? is, but that seems a lot more fun than just sitting on a boat. Oh, they're both fun. <laughs> we can go tubing. <gasps> we can go tubing. Off that, I'm scared. That, I'm scared. I'm She's scared of that. I'm scared of that. I'm scared of that. She's widowy scared She's of the boat. Widowy widowy scared. Scared. But not at the jet skis. Because a jet ski, I'm controlling. Like, it's, I don't know. On a tube, I could literally just fall off. I could also <laughs> fall off a jet ski. We also like, kayaks. <laughs> we can kayaking. That scares you? I wish you could see her face. <laughs> she was like, Ew. 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 you guys know I don't know. I can't swim. 
Oh, I forgot you I can't, can't swim. But you want to oh. go on a jet ski. We're going to have to teach her how to swim in mom and dad's pool this year. Yeah. I taught Elvis how to swim in the pool. JL you can touch. learned how to swim. It's okay. like it's like on it's like at the bottom of my ribs. Okay. I do or want, maybe a little I do higher. I want to learn. I I want to be more adventurous. Have you guys ever heard of Go Ape? No. It's like this obstacle course. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Air, it's kind of like play CLE, play Cleveland. Yeah, kind of like that, but it's all outdoors. Oh. Zip lining mm. and like the, I want to do that we this summer. There. I really. Oh, they have one in um, Geneva. Oh, they do? Yeah, it's super, super fun. Yeah, I want to do it. I want to, <gasps> this summer I want to conquer my fears. We should go. Good for you. We all, we go really every just, single year. Come I will us. not be really? joining yeah, you I on that be, adventure. I want to be adventurous. There's but like, I is it called Go Ape? No. The one in Geneva? It's not called Go Ape. Is it? Wow. Well, I will not be joining you on that adventure. That so is my limit. So we'll go to Geneva, and you can go and do your things on the what the strip Ooh, or whatever. I could just hit all the wineries, hit all the things, do and all then the drinking, Celine and me and JL, and you guys could do all the zipping. You and Elvis go do something. We'll we'll, we'll go zipping. Okay? <laughs> you guys go zip. I'll we'll, go zip. We'll zip in <laughs> sip and paint a sip and zip a sip and zip sip and zip well before we get into the what the heck ohio i want to give an update on the arsonist Mm -mm. yes um so i've been searching around i have not heard of any recent fires Mm -hmm. but i'm like maybe like if i look it up right so the last fire was i believe the beginning of march or the very end of february and uh yeah i think it was yeah it was the end of february and when i looked it up that that fire was in youngstown and when i was looking up different fires in the county like to see if anything maybe was related there was a house fire in braceville (gasps) which is like 25 30 minutes from here Mm -hmm. so again in the same drivable drivable distance and this says uh, this was in, on February 2016. No, February 16th, 2023. Not 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Investigators believe a fire at Braceville Township home was intentionally set. <gasps> Braceville Township's fire chief said the home on this road, whatever, was vacant and the owner passed away a month ago. Even though the gas was shut off, the flames broke out before 4 a.m. Hmm. And that's also the time that these other fires have been going off. It's been between like 1 a.m. and 4. Like these really late in the midnight hour. I think it's coincidence that it's vacant or... Right. And the last one was no a vacant restaurant. Or, yeah. Was the Niles one between 1 and 4? No one was living there. And it was around that... It, no, that was, one That one was... that The only one, that was the middle of the day. Okay, so that one say. was weird. But the bar and all the other ones were all middle, no, late, late, late night. the bar Niles was like late at night, but 2 it was in the morning. still being used. It was not vacant. Right. Was, so we don't know the cause of the fire. But no. we do, it's arsonist. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the last one was vacant. And the restaurant had been vacant, vacant for what? Vacant. vacant. There's no end. Vacant. Vacant. But, uh, vacant. I I saying vacant Wong. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. But I I mean, it, this is this is not a quinky dink, you guys. Yeah, it's not. Like this is now. I'd be really curious. I haven't found anything, but I'd be really curious if there was like a restaurant or bar fire shortly after this. But there isn't really anything in Braceville, so. Like, it's just houses. I've literally never even heard of that. Where is that even at? It's going towards, like, Newton Falls area. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, 
or actually it may even be past it. Mm. It's possible, but because my friend lives out there, okay. it's it's literally the middle of nowhere. There's nothing but houses and baseball fields for some reason. Like there isn't anything out there. <laughs> so like I could see why they would just hit a house and be done. But I mean, uh, you know, what's crazy? What? We're recording this now. They're living in the future. All of our listeners. Right. OK. So like <laughs> they know like things <gasps> have played out. Yes. And like we're like in the past right now. Like we only know this. So oh they're my they're probably listening to this like, oh, I know what happens. I know how it plays out. And we're just like, we still don't know. Oh my gosh, we'll be you're living right. It, but it's like you're listening to this, you're Wait. probably gonna have updates on it. You know what we're gonna have to do? It's like we're updating them, but it's, they're listening to it later. Yeah. So <laughs> we're lit like if there's like an update and like an art like they find the arsonist or like something big happens we're gonna have to do like a bonus episode in june or something like oh, for like sure. a real time it's giving scranton strangler oh <laughs> the office That's gabby what, what if the nile strangler is the oh, arsonist the nile strangler did we ever tell them about the nile strangler i don't I think so remember. gabby would you like to tell the nile strangler story? oh my gosh okay so i was at Bree's house <laughs> what time was it you it weren't like, there oh, when it happened. Yes, I was. No, you were not. Yes. No, Gabby, you were you, not there. You were when not. It we were going to bed. You were. We were not. We there. just told we you heard about, about it. it afterwards. No, I'm pretty sure I was there. And Elvis comes running in. No, Gabby, like, oh, that is not true. <laughs> what am I remembering? Then? I don't know because I was in oh. bed. No one was home but me and Elvis. <laughs> he was taking the dog to the bathroom. Why am I remembering? Yeah, you are the strangler. Gabby's the strangler. <laughs> Plot twist. Wrong. Okay, I'm gonna tell a story yeah, then. You okay, tell it, so <laughs> no, but I promise you, you were that you had come over that evening. Okay, there was a I remember, but yeah. you were not there. Why do I remember him running and be like, "Yo, this happened outside"? I don't I, know. Maybe he comes in a lot like that, I, all frantic. You I know, know, he is frantic. But okay, so this is what happened. <laughs> You're like, so I was there. Gabby and JL, you were not there, Gabby. <laughs> I wasn't there. Gabby and JL had come over that evening and they left really late. And so we were going to bed really late. It was like 11 o'clock at night. Elvis took Wanda out. That's our dog. And I was upstairs in our bedroom, like literally in bed. I hear Elvis talking and I thought like maybe he was on the phone or like talking to our nice neighbor, cute little lady. And I'm like, I didn't think anything of it, but I couldn't hear what he was saying. I could just hear him talking. And he comes upstairs and he was like, yo, somebody was just outside. I'm like, I wondered who you were talking to, but like, I wasn't alarmed. And he's like, he's like, no, like it was weird. I'm like, what's wrong? And he's like, do you remember that truck earlier? Like when Gabby and Jail were there, there was this truck that was driving up and down the road and it had a really loud muffler. Like it was real loud. And we were like, man, would somebody just like go park where they need to park? Like stop driving up and down the street. So that guy parks like right at the end of our driveway in the road. And while Elvis was taking the dog out, he sneaks up our driveway, like tiptoeing, holding a dog leash, one end in each hand. So it's like hunched over and he's hunched over and it's like slacked. The the leash is like slacking between both hands. Tiptoeing. And he's tiptoeing. And luckily. (laughs) Exactly like the Grinch on Christmas. Like tiptoeing like that. Luckily, Wanda saw him and started freaking out, was, you know, and so Elvis whips around because he said it like her bar. I could hear her barking, but it was like a different kind of bark. And he turns around and the man like stands up straight and lets go of one side of the leash. And Elvis is like, can I help you? And he's like, oh, uh, I'm sorry. I was looking for my dog. I'm missing two white dogs. And he's like, well, 
this is my dog. Tell them what Wanda looks like. She's black and brown. <laughs> she's not white. <laughs> mm. Um, even in the dark. In the dark, you, you could, could tell you she's no. She's not. You a could white barely dog. Yeah. see her when she goes back the back end mm-hmm. of the yard because right. she's so dark. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's like, "Oh no, this is my dog." Like. And he was like, oh, okay. And just stood there. And Elvis was like, can you get off my property? Like, I don't know who you are. He was like, oh, yeah, sorry. And then he leaves in his loud truck. And so we were like, that was really weird. And I thought, you know, he was just trying to steal the dog. Because a lot of people will do that. And then they'll sell the dog or keep it or whatever. It happens all the time. Gabby, (laughs) being Gabby, thought that this man was going to strangle Elvis and murder him. This is not a crazy thought. When he clearly was just trying to steal the dog. He was, no, no, <laughs> Bree. He intentionally drove up in front of your house, got out of his car, walked up your driveway, and hunched over, snuck up behind Elvis, not behind Wanda, behind Elvis, with a slacked leash in each hand, <laughs> okay, to go I, behind him and grab him. Why would be he be hunched over, obviously seeing him there, if it was me looking for a lost dog, hey, sir, like, sorry to bother you. Have you seen this dog? Not hunched over, walking yeah, behind. Yeah, he was real secretive. And he had the dog leash to, str- not only is it a weapon to uh, strangle with, okay, <laughs> but it's also a good cover because he can easily stand up and say, oh, I'm just looking for my dog. That's why I have this leash. Yeah. Hello? It's I a good cover story, too. He wasn't too. driving around looking for his and dog. Then, he was driving around looking for his next victim. Yes. And oh. then he did not... Not con- you, too, sleep. <laughs> Thank you. He did not continue to walk around on foot to look for dog. Elvis said, please, like, leave. And he got back in his car and drove away. He wasn't stopping house to house. Listen, he wasn't... I yeah. think that if he was going to be a moiter, then... A moiter. A moiter. Uh, then he's he... has been a moiter. A moiter. If he was going to be moitering, then... I think he wouldn't have cared that Elvis said, please leave. And I think he would have lunged at him and Mm-mm, tried to get him. Anyway. No, I think he was thrown off by the fact that Elvis like caught him and seen him. And he He's got scared. He's definitely an amateur. He's definitely not amateur. a professional. Mm-hmm. So that's why he went to fires. So that's why he went to fires. <laughs> the Nile Strangler is now the tri Oh my gosh, what if this comes Ca- out and it's like... The Tri-County Arsonist. What if it comes out and it's all true? I mean, it would Listen. be multiple counties because... Youngstown is Mahoning. Yeah. This is Trumbull and Mecca is Giaga. Yeah. No, it's not. It's Columbiana. Thank you. See. County arsonist. See. If he hits another county, then we got to come up with a new name. The Quad County Arsonist. <laughs> All right. We have to move on. Okay. I have my What the Heck Ohio today. Okay. Okay. Wait, are you going to read the title or are you just going to read the keyword? Or keywords? Oh, 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 oh. Okay, Let's, this is from the Huff Post, uh, but I'll read the title after. Okay, okay, man secretly basement locked door. Ooh, oh, this could be hilarious or scary. Yeah, mm. <laughs> it's either gonna be funny or terrifying. Who knows? I do. <laughs> okay, students ah. find man secretly living in basement behind locked door. <laughs> what? Okay. A group of students at the Ohio, the Ohio the. State University were living in an off-campus home near the school for about a month before they discovered some random guy <gasps> had been living in their basement the whole time. What? He told... Wait. <laughs> Over just 
a random yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the student told the campus oh. that he and his roommate joked about having a ghost when, sorry, when they would notice their cupboards, oven, and microwave mysteriously left open. When this kept happening, the <laughs> residents decided to search the house and focused on a locked door down to two, f- locked door down two flights of stairs in their basement. Oh. They got their realtor to open the door and discovered a fully furnished bedroom with pictures <gasps> of a man, his family, and his friends. What? <laughs> Wait, he had a family living down there? No, he had pictures. Oh, so like not a wife and kids, but probably like no. his parents, siblings. Okay. What? Not a fully furnished room. This is why every time I go to an Airbnb, I search the entirety oh. of the house. See, I don't check the basement. So though. another student who also that lived in the house me. realized he had seen the man on the property once before. What? But assumed he was just visiting other people who lived on another floor. Oh. At the time, the man introduced himself as Jeremy and mentioned, I was wondering when I was going to get to meet the people who live here. Oh, <laughs> that's so creepy. Why did he not just introduce himself when He's they like, moved in or something? He's like, hi, I'm Jeremy, the basement dweller. Like, <laughs> like what? The residents took the discovery pretty well, leaving Jeremy a note and asking him to get in touch. When they contacted him, they moved his stuff out and changed the locks. <laughs> Some residents of the house plan on taking legal action. Yeah, um, that's against creepy, North dude. Step Realty, um, oh. who they fault for not changing the locks and making sure the house was vacant before the new tenants moved in. Uh, oh, yeah. for sure. So it sounds like he was still living there and then put the, his own locks on the door. Oh. And when the people moved in, they just assumed like, oh, this is just because they're renting it. This well, is no. just off limits. He couldn't have put his own locks on the door because the realtor still had a key. Oh, because it said they had to get the realtor to come so unlock then why it. Why are you living in a house and there's like a locked door to our basement and you just are like, yeah, that's normal. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Well, it sounds like it was a house turned into apartments. So like you live in an apartment, mm. Celine, if there was a locked door, you'd be like, oh, it's probably for maintenance and you wouldn't think anything yeah. of it. Like we didn't like any doors. That's that, true. At like, you live in an apartment too, Gabby. If you <clears throat> if there was a locked door, you wouldn't be like, let me find out what it is. Yeah, I was gonna say, and a lot of those like houses, like in Columbus, where like university students, yeah, they're stay, converted, they're, like their houses, but they're converted to apartments. So, yeah, I mean it's that would make sense. Super duper weird. That is. Really I literally weird. was like, oh, uh, I don't that's like so this. Creepy. So like the idea of like him being in their kitchen at night. Oh, like was he eating their food? I don't know. I hate that though. Oh god! A jump scare. Oh my gosh! A jump scare. It was probably men that was living there because it's like if I was a any girl would oh, be yeah. like guys uh-uh. would be so oblivious. Yeah, to they'd that. be like, yeah, like, whatever. His name is Jeremy. Let's leave him a note. <laughs> <laughs> he seems pretty cool. Those girls, I'm calling the police. We're getting the authorities. Like, right. get this man out of here. That's so creepy. That is very creepy. Ew. <laughs> and the fact that he was just like, I wondered when I meet people who live here, like. Sir, disgraceful, Dis- disgraceful. He's widowy hiding in a yeah, basement. Like, he's widowy he living go- in a walk I basement so many right questions. now. <laughs> he's widowy really living nice in a I want to DM the guys. Like, okay, I have so many questions right so now. Many. So like, y'all just never ran into this guy. Like, when did he come in and out? Like, maybe, I know that's what I was going to say. Like, was there one of those like walkout basements? Did he have a job? Like, I want to know more about Jeremy. Maybe he works nights, and he's <laughs> where's like, where's he living if at now? His name is Jeremy. Yeah, where's he living at now? Like, kicked out. We don't know. 
The fact that it was a fully furnished room. I know. He obviously has been there a I while. I mean, pictures and everything. Like, like he's not just a squatter. Because I was picturing yeah. like a squatter right. in a dingy basement. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it was a homeless guy, but like maybe he had a job. Like, I don't. Sounds like Jeremy's job was to be sneaky. It, right. Yeah. Whoever you are, Jeremy. Jeremy. If that even is your <laughs> if name. If that even is your name. <laughs> it could be Carl or something. <laughs> Carl or Jim. Or Jip. Or Jim Bob. Jim Bob. Or, or Tony. Jebediah. I don't know. <laughs> Jebediah. <laughs> I have a fantastic topic today. Yes, you do. Church hurt. Well, she widowy has the church hurt. Oh. She's widowy been hurt by the church. Oh. <laughs> the idea of church hurt is terrible, but our yes. conversation will be good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. I, I didn't mean it like Churchard is good. That's She's not like, what I She's like, yay, Churchard. Churchard. Raise your hand if you have been hurt by the church. I'm going to halfway raise my hand. Okay. I don't know if it's. Everyone's raising church. their hand. My hands are to the sky. Like, I don't know if I've actually. Mm, I don't know if Or I, people in the church. Gen, general like. Hurt at church Hurt in by general. someone or something at a church and then it's a bad taste in your mouth. It doesn't have to be huge because hurt is hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 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 Everyone's raising their hand, and Can't I assume see. everyone listening is like, mm, "Yeah, like I can think of at least one time that someone in the church or on staff or something has like rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. It's not good, or even having to leave a church." Um, but first, I just wanted to recognize that it was not the church that hurt you; it was people. Mm. You better say that. Just want to clarify that. Lots of people want to blame it on the church. Yes. So the church is the body of Christ. Okay. It's all the people who accept Christ's gifts of salvation and follow Christ's teachings. It is much more than a building. In the Bible, church never refers to a building. It always refers to people, the people who follow Jesus. Mm. Okay. So that that's just wrapping my head around that, even me coming to like realizing that and understanding like the church itself did not hurt me. It was people, people on staff, people who attend like friends, family, even like it was people. Yeah. <clears throat> and because the church is a people, it's your group. It's where you share and receive and it's mobile. The church is wherever you go. It's not stagnant. Jesus doesn't want us to stay in one place and only use our gifts there. He wants us to learn and to grow and to go. We are the lamp and he wants us to take it into the dark and shine for others to see who he is through us. So how in the world are we supposed to share the gospel if we're under the impression that we can only experience God in the one building? That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother episode but the point is it's like people get so into the idea i've been going to this church my entire life and you know this is where i need to stay this is where i need to be this is where i'm used god can use you wherever you are right because the church is not a building the church is where the people are exactly and there's people everywhere yep jesus did not attend a church frequently every week sermon on the mount Mm. he was on a mountain there were no (laughs) roofs 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 no roofs, no walls. Roofs. Roofs? <laughs> roofs. What is it? Roofs or roofs? The roof. 
Roofs? When you're talking roofs? about several roofs? Plural roof? What is the plural there was of roof? No roof. Well, no, but like, I mean, like, I said, I meant it plural, like, there were no roo- ro- roofs. Oh, there were no roofs. Roofs? <laughs> roofs? Roofs? Roofs. Roofs. I said it so confidently, <laughs> like, roofs. that was there were correct. No roofs. There were no roofs. <laughs> At some point, someone you love and care about will hurt your feelings in some way. Yep. Whether they mean to or not, it's inevitable. At some point, you will hurt someone you love and care about. Yeah. Why? Because we're human and we make mistakes and we are flawed and have a sinful nature. Yep. Period. That's it. We are sinful and we are rude and arrogant and Mm -hmm. prideful and selfish and all the things because that's who we are and how we, it's just our nature. Right. But that's why Jesus came and died for us. Right. Hallelujah. Hey, 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 hey now. You don't even have your app out. You don't. <laughs> because Jesus <laughs> saved us, there is grace. There's forgiveness. But we struggle to show others what Jesus shows us. We struggle to give others grace, forgiveness, and understanding when we all need to do better about treating others the way Jesus treats us. Mm-hmm. Everybody across the board needs to do better at that. People yeah. who have been hurt, people who continue to hurt, everyone needs to realize we need to treat others the way we would want Jesus to treat us. Mm-hmm. Right. Not treat others the way you want to be treated. Treat others the way you want Jesus to treat you. Yep. Right. Like if you get to heaven and you've got all these things you've done wrong, Jesus is going to say, I forgive you. Like he's going to, you know, mm-hmm. like his grace and his love that covers all of that. So it's like he wants us to extend that to other people. But back to church hurt. I have been burned so many times. It is not even funny. Like so many different churches and so many different situations, but I'll just share one. Okay. So I was, had just graduated and I was in this church. I had been going here for a while. Majority of my high school, I've been going to that one church and I had just gone on to their like youth worship team. Um, and Around the time I graduated, the rest of my family decided they were going to go somewhere else. But I was like, I'm 18 now. I want to stay. I like this church. Like, I want to I want to serve still. Like, we had already signed papers to become members years ago. So, like, I had been a member for a while. Ain't no problems. But as soon as I turned 18, it, it was like things kind of started to get weird because my family had left the church. Um, and even though I was saying like, I want to stay, I want to serve, this is what I want to do. I'm not going anywhere. It like, wasn't enough for them. So they started to be kind of cold to me. They wouldn't give me songs and opportunities to lead. Like they wouldn't, they were starting to like kind of push me out a little bit and I was not understanding why. And they were like, we need you to sign these membership papers. I was like, I already, already did years ago. But also, I just graduated. I don't know if I want to go to college or not yet. Like, I don't even know where I want to go. Like, I don't know what the future looks like. So, number one, I'm already a member. Number two, I'm not signing any more membership papers because I might just leave. And Like, I don't want to, like, commit to something, agree to something when I might be gone next month. Like, I don't know. Yeah. 
I had like, I don't know what I want to do. Not because you were like, I'm going to leave the church, but no. like you aren't sure where the wind's going to take you. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I want to go to school anywhere or like, don't know what I want to do. <clears throat> so there was this one Sunday and they kept asking me for these membership papers. And I told them the same thing every time. I just don't know what I want to do. And we've been a member here for years. Couldn't understand. One Sunday, it was a youth takeover Sunday. So the youth group were taking over a whole, both services for a Sunday morning. And it was, I get there, we're supposed to lead worship for it. And they didn't give me nothing to lead. All the parts were covered. They just had me up there just to be up there because I was on the team. And to, to preface, not that it's important that like Gabby needs to be leading anything, but Prior to all of this, every time that she would be singing, she would be scheduled to sing, she would have at least a song to lead. Yes. So it it was just like strange to go from having consistency mm-hmm. with being able to lead something and then all of a sudden absolutely nothing at all. And and also they were super weird about the leading thing too, because like they would have songs assigned to people and that would be their song. No one else could do it. Like when they scheduled that song, it would be theirs to lead and no one else could do it. You know, and they were very and I was so weirded out by that. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. But I finally got a song. I don't remember what song it was, but they gave me a song. And every time it was scheduled, they had me lead. And I was super excited about it. Got real good at it, you know. And then they scheduled it and gave it to somebody else. Mm -mm. Intentionally. But they didn't do that with anybody else. They didn't do that with anybody else. But this was this started happening. The part I said they were being cold to me like this is the stuff that was happening. Um, And I was so naive and young and in the grand scheme of things, this is like the smallest little like, but it mattered to me, you know, and it hurt. And um, so the youth takeover happens and we're getting we're there for first service. We're getting ready to right before first um, five minutes before. We're supposed to be up there. He, one of the leaders, he was the youth leader. He called me into his office. Youth pastor, I thought. Youth right? pastor, yep. Called me into his office and he was like, so we have to ask you to step down from leadership. Five minutes before she Five had to go before sing we, worship. Yeah. Like the countdown and had started. He's, <laughs> he would say stuff like this has nothing to do with... Blah, blah, blah. What's going on and on? This is coming from above me. This is. It's above me. It's above me. This is a decision that's coming from like someone on top of me. It's not coming from me. So this is not the decision that I want to make and kind of taking the blame off himself and, you know, blaming others and which were the lead pastor and his wife. And at the time they were really close with my family you know so it was like really it was like huh super confused super confused but he said it was coming from above him and I need to step down off leadership and I after today I can't be on the worship team anymore and all this because I didn't sign the membership papers and I was like I started to cry I'm in his office crying I'm like well, why? And as I've told you, like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. And I'm also already a member. Well, because you turned 18, blah, blah, blah. We need another commitment. Well, I'm like, hello. You want me to sign my life away for what? I'm confused. <laughs> and then I was like, is this because my family decided to leave the church? And he was like, yeah. 
He openly okay. admi- he openly admitted it. <laughs> he, was like, he said, "Yeah." He went from it's because you're 18 and we need you to recommit to oh it's actually because your family left. And I was like, I told you like they're leaving, but I want to stay. Like I want to be here. I want to serve here. This is where I want to be. And you, the church wonders why that people don't want to volunteer and they don't because like they express I want to serve. This is what I want to do, and then they say no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like. Okay, so because of the way that I am, I got up and I did the first service. I would have left. I wouldn't have done that. Fighting through tears. I think I did shed a few tears, but people thought I was feeling spirit. And after after worship, I just walked out the door. Went to a different. You didn't do second service. No, I did not stay for second service. I did not have any words with anyone. I just walked out the door and went to the church that my family had been going to. And I went there for six years. They let me on their team right away. I did not even have to audition. <laughs> they did not expect me to sign any membership paper. I did eventually have to take a, like a class and a, I did have to sign some memberships and go through their like, you, you know, the class and the if you're going to be uh, in a leadership, this is. You know, all this standard stuff. This is what's expected of you, you know, and this is what we believe as a church. So we're all one of all the normal. Those are expected. But they just let me right on. They heard me. They're like, that sucks that that happened to you. And, you know, we see you. It's like, hello. Like, I literally was so hurt in that moment. And I think about it all the time. It's not the craziest thing, the most scandalous thing. And like, but like it was so like did not need to happen and was so dumb come to find out I was so angry at this pastor and his wife for the longest time and the youth pastor he just lied about it it did not come from them it did not come from above him it was not their fault they did not even know they just saw that I just wait when did you find that out uh I don't remember when it was it was forever ago this is news to me i didn't get this update well that's wild because i'm not i'm not naming yeah right 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 um he went and got lunch with dad i think oh it was like and dad brought it up say i I never did none of that unless he was lying maybe but because he also was not very nice to mom well that's besides the point (laughs) (laughs) but i decided to let it go good for you and i did but i also didn't let it affect finding another place to serve right and you know finding another place to get connected and use my gifts and whatever and i grew a lot i eventually outgrew that church and i'm now at a different church so it's like things happen yeah and you gotta move when you gotta move you gotta move when you gotta move the spirit Mm. moves when he moves and And if a church is getting angry at you because you're wanting to leave, (laughs) it's probably confirmation that it's time. It might be some confirmation. Um, (laughs) But I will say that I think uh, I think what happens a lot is people get hurt by somebody in the church or, you know, the church uh, as a business Mm -hmm. because, yes, they, you know, don't run like a typical business but in a way they are because they are giving a service to people they are 
you know, a lot of churches are doing ministries on the outside and whatever, and they have to, you know, they have staff and all these things that get paid. So, but like, I think what ends up happening is people get hurt and then they assume that every place is that way. And I'm not saying that no that, you know, you're going to find this perfect place and you're not going to get hurt because odds are you're going to be irritated, annoyed, frustrated, or hurt by something or someone, no matter where you go. Mm -hmm. And, uh, a lot of the time me, I was one of them. People can't handle it. And when something happens, they just up and leave. Nope. That's ridiculous. I'm leaving. This shouldn't happen in church. Gone. And looking back, on it like I will openly admit I left churches for dumb reasons stupid reasons when in reality I could have just like stepped down from that auxiliary that ministry that I was that I could stop volunteering for something I could have gotten and tried to find a new group of friends like there was a lot of things that I could have done I didn't need to just up and leave the church and then there was some one point where um I was so I was so hurt by a church that I didn't go any anywhere for two and a half years and everybody was like, uh, and that's happened to me twice, two different churches. And for that amount of time, I didn't go anywhere. And um, the first time uh, it like it was it looking back, it was really just like me being immature and like I sh- didn't need to leave for the reason that I left and I didn't go anywhere because I was mad at God that. I had been somewhere that hurt me and didn't support me when I needed it and blah, blah, blah. And then the second time I left that, that church, I'm not going to say what it is because we have listeners that know that situation, but, um, that situation was a legitimate reason to leave, but I didn't go anywhere afterwards because I was like, this keeps happening to me. We keep going to places that we think is going to be our home base. And then we get involved and we do all these things and something happens. And when I mean we, I mean Elvis and I. And something happens and then we have to leave. And I was in a space of like, what's the point of even trying? Because I'm just going to end up hurt and irritated anyway. Mm-hmm. And mad that this is supposed to be a safe place. This is supposed to be where people are, you know, loving on you and pouring into you when they're doing the exact opposite and uh i ended up what ended up happening was the pastor of the church that um we were at before where we are now um passed away and so went to the funeral and um i went to the funeral to sing for the funeral because I was feeling bad for being so angry with the situation. Um, and I had over, mm, not over dramatized it. That's not the right word. I, I had taken what had happened and I had like zero to 100, like I'm angry. This is terrible. Blah, 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 blah. And it was like blown. I blew it up more than it needed to be blown up. And I was like, God really checked me. And he was like, I know you don't want to go. I know you, you don't want to see people that are going to be there, but you know, you need to go and pay respects, whatever. And I was asked to sing for it. So I'm like, okay. And so the, one of the people that was singing for the funeral is 
the worship leader at our current church. And then he was like, oh, are you going anywhere? And I was like, no. And, you know, that conversation sparked. And that's how I ended up where where I am. But um, the point of all this to say is that I didn't go anywhere for that amount of time because I was scared. I didn't want to end up like getting involved in something and using my gifts and all these things just for somebody to treat me badly or for leadership that I put my trust in to let me down. But I since coming where I am now, because Elvis and I had a conversation, he was like he didn't want to go here. He didn't want to go anywhere because he was in the same space as me. Mm -hmm. And he was like, every time we get comfortable, something happens, somebody pisses you off, something happens and we leave. He's like, I don't have the capacity to do this anymore. Like, unless something, he's like, our last place that we left was a legitimate reason. That was not good. But all the other reasons that you've left, you left because somebody looked at you wrong. You left because somebody gave you an attitude. Like, not literally, but small things like that. And he's like, I can't get comfortable, meet people, possibly get involved, all these things, and then leave because you're mad about something. And I'm like, you're right. And it kind of like light bulb for me that like yes we are all we all love jesus hopefully everybody in in the church loves jesus um but we are all humans Mm -hmm. and because we are we are held to a higher standard and we expect others who are christ followers to be held to a higher standard that we expect them to go above and beyond and bend over backwards and be these perfect people when they can't be and I had to learn that, yes, you know, it's okay to be hurt, but unless it's, you know, literally God awful (laughs) because they do happen, um, you don't need to just up and be like, all right, goodbye. Like, I I can't be here Mm -hmm. because and it also it taught me tolerance because there's been things that have already like irked me and old me would have been like, bye, I'm leaving. But it's not a reason to leave. Because these are people. Yeah. It just is what it is. And Sorry, I took up a big chunk. No, that's okay. But <laughs> I think you like what you were saying. The issue is where flawed people, which is everyone, gets put into position of power and authority, and the enemy uses that to cloud their judgment and to cloud it clouds over their grace towards people too. Mm-hmm. So now they go from a person called by God with an amazing gift to being corrupt or hard hearted or cold towards others because of the pressure from things like the pressure to lead, to do the right thing, to treat everyone evenly, to make the right decision, to lead others um, or the church, like, sorry, to lead others or the church the way that's aligning with their beliefs. Anything that falls outside of that for them, like is bad. Yeah. And they're like, mm, Bye. But in the end, these people are just human and they're just trying to live their life and do what they think is best, but not what God thinks is best. And and this is how like feelings get hurt, you know, and exactly what you were saying, like people can just be horrible and not even know. Right. Um, But these people start to make mistakes, mistakes that they might not even realize are bad at the time, but they think that they're doing the right thing until it's not. And then they start digging themselves into a hole, into a situation that they probably didn't want to be in the first place. Um, And it's confusing because God still uses them when God will use anyone who is willing, even if they've done wrong. But like we wonder, like, God, how does this person still get to be in the spotlight? How are they still being used? Didn't you see what they did to me? Mm. Or didn't you see what they did to like other people? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I still struggle with that. Or behind closed doors. (laughs) 
Yeah. So it's like, but because of grace, yeah, you know, God will use you and use us. Like, even if we mess up, um, but he, he forgives. And because he forgives us, we should forgive others. We should rise above and be like Jesus, have an abundance of grace and forgiveness towards others. Because if I know if I mess up, I don't want God to stop using me. Right. You know, and, mm-hmm. and I think about people who've hurt me and I'm like, mm. God's using them. I don't want God to stop using them just because they've hurt me or yeah. they've hurt someone or they made a mistake. Like, yeah. God can still use you and I don't want him to stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that I still I still struggle with that. I found myself the other day, like really mad that somebody that hurt me was, you know, doing well. And I was like instantly angry and then i was like why am i angry about this i'm like first of all this has nothing to do with whatever situation happened that you know had this person hurt me and i'm angry like this has nothing to do with any of that but i'm angry because they're having a blessing or they're having a success or whatever doing well and i literally was had to realize like this is just my flesh being angry because I my flesh wants them to, you know, pay for what they did to me, you know, or like, you know, get what they deserve, so to say. But I'm not any better because I may like, not have. Don't we deserve horribleness, too, from all we've done? I was going to say, mm-hmm. like, I may not have directly, like, gone out and, like, hurt that person but in my anger, have I talked about the situation and said not so nice things about that person? Yeah. Is that right? No. <laughs> like, yeah. it's the exact same thing. Like, in God's eyes, what they did to me and me talking crap for a hot second because I'm angry. Exact same. Which is exactly why all sin is equal. Right. And, this and is so, a good example of it. So, do like, do I, do I want to be, you know not being able to be on the worship team or like have this opportunity or this, that, and the other, or have this podcast, like this podcast to me is a blessing. Like, do I want, do I want God to take those things away from me because I messed up? No. Mm -hmm. And so I had to like check myself and be like, I cannot hold on to this anger and resentment towards this person and wish like bad things on them because that, first of all, that's not like Jesus. And second, like I'm, I'm just as as uh, guilty for in other ways. And so that and that like makes you think like there could be times that I have hurt people in the church and I don't know. Mm-hmm. I could have said something that rubbed somebody the wrong way. I could have, you know, given somebody like I have RBF really bad. Somebody could have thought I was giving them a she look do. and I wasn't giving anybody a look. I just have RBF. Yeah. So so if you, go, if you go to church with me, I'm really nice. I promise. I just have RBF. Really Bree is bad. scary. I'm She's not really so jump scary. scary. But that's why that's why it's important to like check yourself before you wreck yourself. Period. But also, so if you get hurt by someone at the church you go to or someone on staff or several on staff or anyone connected to the church. I just want you to know this is not who Jesus is. Yeah. You cannot base God off of what people do to you. Mm. 
because that's just not Jesus. Yeah. You know, you can't be done with the church or done with God because someone hurt you. Mm -hmm. Every time you up and leave a church because of someone, I promise you every single time you will still be hurt by someone. Yep. They will still disappoint you Mm -hmm. because we are flawed and sinful humans. And that will not change. Right. It will not change. Everywhere that you go, people will hurt you. Jesus's own disciples disappointed him. And those were his homies. Like, hello, Judas. Those were his guys. Like Peter disowned that man three times after the rooster. You know what I'm saying? The rooster said, caca. He said, I don't know this man. I'm sorry to this man. I don't know this man. So it's just like (laughs) the people closest to him. He was Jesus himself was still disappointed and hurt by people. Yeah. All around him, not to mention all the Pharisees and everyone yelling at him and crucify him. The king of the Jews, save yourself. Like, hello? Like, yeah. we, and nowhere in the Bible promises us an easy, happy life. You know, right. it, it literally talks about how, like, people will persecute us. Like, it's going to get harder for us as Christians. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just going to get worse in the best way, you know, for the best cause, you know. But if you're that person who is done with God because of someone representing the church, I just wanted to say, I am sorry that no one has shown Jesus to you. Yeah. I'm so sorry. And I want to tell you today that the Jesus that I know and serve is not what you have seen from other people. He loves you. He wants to heal you. He wants you to come back to him. And you don't need to go to a church building to be a Christian. Mm -hmm. It's great. If you want to go to a church and have the fellowship, which is super important to have like-minded people have that community and be able to talk and grow deeper and hear from a pastor. But there's lots of preachers on YouTube. There's lots of stuff yeah. on like all those channels. You can watch sermons. Like if churches hurt you that bad and you're turned away from God because of it, I just encourage you like have your own church in your own home put on some worship music, get a sermon going and come back to Jesus and get to know him because he loves you and you don't need a church building. Jesus didn't attend a weekly church. The church was where he went. And since Jesus is in our hearts, the church is where we go. Mm -hmm. And I want to encourage you to get to know the real Jesus. Restart by studying the gospel, reading about who he truly is and don't base Jesus. Hello? Jesus. 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 Don't base Jesus off of how people act. Watch The Chosen. That's a great show. I love that show. It's made me see Jesus in a whole new light I've never seen him before. You know, like dive into it for yourself without anyone around you, without people influencing that. And it and I just I just encourage you to like really dive in to see for yourself who Jesus is and how he wants you to be and how he wants you to treat people and, and who he calls you to be, you know, and who you are in him. And, and that can be healing in itself to know like Jesus is not what's happened to me and he's not how people have treated me and like realizing that that's not him. Yeah. Period. Period. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. I mean, you know, be encouraged because people are going to hurt you no matter where you go. Work, church, school, whatever. Everywhere. 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 And it's only going to get worse. Why? 
Because people are cruel. The oh, world is getting. Why? I'm like, what's the coming? The world is getting crueler what's and coming? crueler. <laughs> she said, what's coming? I don't know. Hey. I'm like, what do you know that I don't know? What's happening? <laughs> I get what you're saying. I'm just saying, you know. So is that your challenge for our listeners this week is to get to know the real Jesus? Yes. Get to know the real Jesus. And, and, and also, if you're attending the church and there's some stuff going on or whatever, you're considering leaving, like, seriously, pray about it and be like, God, is this a legitimate reason for me to leave? Like, is something yeah. sketchy going on behind closed doors? Something like, oh, side eyes going on. Yeah. Like, that you don't want to be involved in? Or is it just some drama between some people or some girls right. or, like, whoever it is? Is it just somebody bugging you or are you bugging somebody? Like, is that a legitimate reason to leave? I don't know. Pray about it. Yeah. Ask God. God, op- close the door, open another one if this is, you know, what you want for me. But, um, also be encouraged that the church is where you are and where people are and where Jesus is and you bring Jesus everywhere with you. And it doesn't matter where you go as long as you're being fed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As long as you're being fed, getting the word from somewhere, getting the word on your own, having your own quiet time with Jesus, as long as you're being fed, the building is just a building. And as long as you can find a place that you can learn to grow and cultivate your gift. No matter mm-hmm. what it may be. And that doesn't mean like you have to be upfront big doing something. But, you know, even that can even mean like you find a mentor, you know, somebody that can speak into you on a personal level or, you know, you learn something new or you expand your. um, I don't know, expand, expand your abilities in some way, face a fear like for me, I I know 100 percent that I could never be a greeter. Because I have RBF, I cannot be a greeter. That is not my ministry. And I know that. <laughs> but like watch the Lord say, I want you to join the greeter. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but and I and but we need them. And you know, maybe maybe you know, maybe you have to do something that you don't want to do. Like if I'm being honest, I didn't want to go where I'm going now. She did not. I, I did not. Gabby had to push me to go. Because of old church hurt. Uh-huh. I did not want to go because, you know, the the churches that I got hurt by were connected to this church in a way. And I was like, I, nope, 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 nope. If, they're, if one's bad, they're all bad. And that's not. That's where I was, too. And you know what my thought was? Because, like, I knew somebody who had left this church, but they wouldn't tell me why. And I was like, well, if they left, then something must be going right. on and I shouldn't go. And, and then God was like, hello. Like, that was them. <laughs> Right. This is you. Yeah. And then me going into this, like, because uh, I now go to that church and I'm loving it. Um, but it's like I'm going into it with the expectations of like, I'm not here for people. Right. Like, I'm, here, I'm here to serve and use mm-hmm. my gift and get connected and, mm-hmm. and to lead and encourage others and also grow for myself. But like, I'm already aware that like people are going to hurt me. Mm-hmm. Things are going to happen mm-hmm. unless there's something illegal or shady or like something crazy happening. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I'm not going to leave just for dumb stuff, you right. know, because it's like I'm going into it knowing that I'm going to be disappointed. I'm going into it knowing I'm going to be hurt by somebody at some point. Yeah, because that's it. That's all. And that's it. That's all. That's life. Like, so like that. And that's it. We should get that out of T-shirt. That's it. That's all. That's life. Period. That's, it, that's all. That's life. <laughs> the podcast yeah tm <laughs> tm 
Not the TM. So TM. be encouraged. Don't don't leave your church for dumb stuff. If God tells you to move, then move. If not, write it out. Find some, a new group if you need to. Try a different ministry if you need to. Because mm-hmm. um, sometimes in those moments, if it's just one person bothering you, maybe he wants you to stay uncomfortable in this. You know, maybe he oh, wants you to be there. as soon as I started this church, I was immediately uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Immediately. There was one person that I was like, mm-mm. I, mm-mm. Like, old Bree came out for a minute, and I was like, Gabby, I cannot do this. I The first, the first... <laughs> The first time I was with this person, I called Gabby and I said, no, I got to be done. I can't do it. I cannot do. No, I cannot be with this person. And Gabby was like, Brie, you just started. Like, you can't just like up and leave. And I was like, do you I remember can't what do I told it. you? I don't. I, I told her that this has been your issue with people and yeah. God's putting you in this position on purpose to grow you yep. and to teach you and to take you in an uncomfortable to come out of the uncomfortable, like to, you know, like to come out of your comfort zone with it and to get you okay with like working with people that you don't vibe with. Yeah. I'm not I good was at like, that. You need, if you want to be on a worship team and you want to reach people, you got to learn how to like put on a smile and just deal with people you don't vibe with. Yep. But I did fine. And, and look at you now. Look Who at me. Thought? Not me. Not me. Old Brie would have left. Not me. Glad I did good. New Bree's doing good. New Bree's doing good. Because oh, we wouldn't have met yeah. Celine. You're right. Oh, and poor Celine feelings. still would have been sitting by herself in the back of the church on Sundays. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. We made Celine, Celine come sit in the front. Yeah, <laughs> Y'all wouldn't be hearing this I used to cute little podcast. Yeah, we yeah. wouldn't have our pod. We Look wouldn't be on to the, the arsonist. We're See? right on his tail. I'm so jealous of you guys in the future knowing what's happening right now. <laughs> I literally cannot. I just want to know. I mean, I guess they'll know and we'll find out later. Yeah, I guess we'll find out if they know. <laughs> well, we love you guys. And we hope that this touched your heart in a way because yeah. this is a big problem. And that we a hope lot of that you're have. not where do we struggle and went to do church. Yeah, no. We did church. We did just do what you got to do. Pray about it before you make a move. And, uh, you know, just remember that we are all people and we're all going to make mistakes and you're going to deal with people that you don't like and you're going to deal with people that you have a hard time with and you're going to deal with people being rude and nasty. But it, that's just life and that's how it goes. And I'm sure you have done that at some point to someone. Remember oh, I'm that sure. Too. Yeah, I'm sure. Remember it. Don't forget it. I'm sure I have, you know. Oh, not you specifically, but oh. our listeners. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I for sure no. probably have not been nice to somebody. I just meant keep in mind that, oh, someone hurt you. You probably hurt someone like that, too, in the past. You yeah. Know? Keep, don't forget that. Yep. But the grace. The grace. The forgiveness. Hey. Hey.